Welcome to Guilty Treasures, a podcast about everything you ever loved and were afraid to talk about. I'm your host, Ann Kern. And I am also your host, Emily Cardamus. Do we acknowledge the fact that this is our fourth Kevin in a row? I think we, I think, uh, yeah, I think maybe it's time to to point out the Kevin elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. This one was absolutely purposeful. Yeah, I mean, you know, your first two Kevins can be an accident. Your third could could maybe be a coincidence. By the fourth, it was a plan. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it wasn't like it wasn't like we wouldn't have people on the show regardless. Like all of the Kevins we've have have had on the show have been wonderful people. We just so happened to be able to get them in a row and it's really only funny to us, I think, but yeah. that's that's what that's what the best jokes are, right? Like that's why you do things is to make yourself laugh <laughs> and hopefully make all of the the Kevins of the world laugh. Yes. <laughs> Specifically the Kevins. Yes, just the Kevins. Kevins, this one is for you. (laughs) But this week we have on Kevin Budnick, who is a cartoonist and who I actually just got to meet, if you're hearing this when this comes out, uh, just last weekend at Chicago Zine Fest. And he's a lovely human being. And he came on to talk about Pokemon Go. Which is, yet again, I am am (laughs) out of my depth in a thing that was ubiquitous in everyone's childhood but mine, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, I was, I am a Pokemon child. Like, I grew up with it is in my, like, you know that article that came up that was like, kids who grew up with Pokemon have, like, a specific part of their brain that lights up when they, like, <laughs> see and recognize a certain Pokemon. That's me. Instead of remembering how to do my freelance taxes every year, I can just, like, recognize one of 800 Pokemon, you know, at any <laughs> given moment. Um, It's a really useful life skill that I have. Yeah, that that section of my brain is has a burned out bulb in it, apparently. I did not. <laughs> I did not learn all of them. Not yet. I could still try i could i could listen to uh brian david gilbert's poke rap on repeat for a while and see if i can get them all down yes you still have time but the other thing is like i think this is a really great conversation not about just like pokemon and pokemon go and like the community aspects of those things but also just about like finding idle time and and like allowing yourself to relax and enjoy the world around you uh which is something that i think most of us could relate to and desperately need. Yes. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with that. I think that that's uh, not only a very relatable series of questions, but definitely an important one that we all need to work on somehow. And maybe the way we work on it is through Pokemon Go. But instead of us talking about the thing you're going to hear, let's just go right to the conversation. And now the finale of The Cavalcade of Kevins. Thank you so much again for uh, coming on and talking to us tonight. I Hell really yeah. appreciate it. I'm I'm really excited. I just listened to the um, the Sam Mags episode like earlier this afternoon. I feel like there's definitely like an overlap in what we can talk about <laughs> in terms of online community <laughs> and whatnot. Yeah. So if you just want to introduce yourself, um, talk a little bit about what you do, and then uh, introduce the topic you brought to talk about tonight. Cool. Uh, my name is Kevin Budnick. Um, I'm a cartoonist and illustrator, mostly autobiographical stuff. Stuff. I also work in games. I'm, I'm, I'm an illustrator for Cards Against Humanity, the company, not the game itself, because there are no drawings in the game. And what else? I don't know. That's kind of it. I, I do I do zines and, and comics, and um, I'm in Chicago also. The topic that I chose, the thing that I want to talk about is um, Pokemon, but more specifically Pokemon Go, the very good and fun mobile app that um, totally works properly and is... <laughs> 
was introduced with a full suite of features and everything that everyone expected it to be right out right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, that's actually that was going to be my sort of first question. I, I feel like most people are familiar enough with Pokemon Go that we can kind of just jump into it. Did you adopt it right off of the beginning? So I like have been a, like a Pokemon fan since I was like a kid, obviously, like right in that sweet spot of like when it first came over and I got like red and blue and stuff i'm also an only child so it was just like i get both versions because i can <laughs> trade with myself that yeah so like when when they announced that like there was gonna be an a, like a mobile game i was like this sounds cool and then the original trailer for it look made it look incredibly cool it made it look like fully geocaching like you would go and like explore like caves and mountains and shit and find like you know like really rare pokemon and so i was like this looks really fun and weird and i was like really excited for it it's seemed like kind of crazy and, and impossible. I guess I didn't really know anything about AR or whatever when it was announced. Um, and now there are like a million clones of it where it's like, this one is Garfield and this one is uh, like Jurassic Park or whatever. But yeah, yeah, I started playing it like when it was a, a big thing, like that first week when everybody, it seemed like in the world was running around doing it and then dropped off like pretty quick. Like maybe, maybe like after that summer or something like that, I kind it just like dropped off but then picked it back up like kind of recently um for like a number of different reasons and we can like totally get into that and stuff too yeah yeah i remember i was very much also like immediate adapter of it like as you were talking about like the trailer and everything mm-hmm. i was just like aggressively nodding my head yeah i was like oh all the dreams that we had <laughs> um but yeah there was kind of that beautiful week in the summer where like everyone was playing it like people that like weren't out like i i'm not a person who would walk around the city and and it was just like oh but let's all go out and let's go catch pokemon like it was the wildest thing yeah and just like there were i mean like you would see every type of person out playing it which i think that was like the most cool thing about it like that first couple months or whatever when it was introduced which i don't even remember what year that was like the whole like and also my experience with the game is so blurred because i stopped playing for a really long time i just remember like everyone everywhere you would see like groups of people like walking down the street like in droves just be like we're playing pokemon like there's a thing over here like it was really weird and cool and it was like oh i guess like it was one of those things that sort of normalized like something that was extremely taboo and and like really nerdy because i think a lot of like it was like a lot of people's entry into the pokemon franchise who maybe missed it or like thought that they were like too old for it and they were like yeah i remember doing this when i was a kid and now I, like it's like reignited this like weird magical like spark and like i gotta i gotta catch them all you know <laughs> yeah i'm kind of on the other end of the spectrum because i i was a little too old to be into pokemon initially in its early iterations and then when go came out i also saw the trailer and was like wow this looks incredible and then immediately thought i'm not sure the technology can actually make this happen <laughs> and then Turns i realized I that yeah and then i realized that my technology could not make it happen because my phone was too old and it wouldn't install the app. Okay. So I had to live everything like vicariously through hearing about this kind of stuff from my friends. And and they did also talk about that, about like being out in the middle of the night in Los Angeles in some park and like seeing some group of guys and be like, oh no, now we're going to get mugged because we're playing Pokemon and then being like, 
hey, there's a Growlithe over there. Yeah. <laughs> and then like meeting up with people and, you know, getting coffee or whatever in the middle of the night and bonding over Pokemon. So when you were first playing Go, that first like magic week, was that the thing that most drew you into it? Because obviously the the tech was a little disappointing compared to what you might have expected. So was it that the social thing was more? Kind of. at the t- Like for me, I was like, okay, this is a fun thing. So I I feel like my connection with the game itself is less of a like playing and like grinding for like you know fun and stuff but like what it did for me is like I'm an extremely anxious person and for a very long time sort of in my early 20s and stuff I would over exercise like as a way of coping with like anxiety uh so I would I would like go out on on walks or like try to be on my bike no matter where I was going like you know pace around my apartment just like always trying to burn calories or whatever like for like reasons and um I after I like sort of started addressing some of those issues in my life and like getting treatment for that stuff like I made it more of a point to be like okay like I'm I'm gonna you know still enjoy being outside but like it's hard to, it I, I wasn't like okay now I'm just gonna go take a walk in the middle of the day for no reason because like I wasn't getting anything out of it in the concept of like oh it's just nice to be outside I was like thinking of it as a means to an end to like control this depression that I was in and then like when the game came out I was like oh this is like kind of a fun way to experience the outside like um I think a lot of people kind of maybe were like oh this is like really cool I'm like you know walking around exploring my neighborhood but like for me it was it was very um I don't know it was very nice to just be like outside and like kind of feel like you were doing something I think like part of why the game is interesting to a lot of people is that it makes exercise fun like (laughs) it's really hard to get people walking but yeah and like so I also like I like to walk everywhere almost like I um I mean unless you know like I live in Chicago so the weather is is prohibitive most of the time but yeah I'm like the kind of person who like if I you know if it's like a mile or two from my house like I have no problem walking to a thing or like walking home or whatever from like if I don't have to be somewhere um and so yeah it just kind of made that experience more fun and also like it just provides this weird distraction like it's like a it's like a it's like a fidget toy right like it also like in recent sort of refinding the game again like it's been really helpful as a way to get off uh, social media instead of looking at Twitter I'm like I'm looking at the game and like it's open and you can't send messages in the game which is um, I think a beautiful thing so like you can have friends from across the, the country or across the world but like you can't really communicate with each other which means no one can like there's like almost no way to troll people in that game yeah I think that I think that it's helped a lot of my friends in, in a similar way of like that it helps them sort of process the environment that they're in like spatially Mm -hmm. like if they're out somewhere that you know instead of pulling out your phone and like being distracted actively distracted by something like twitter where you may see something that kind of ruins the conversation that you're in that if like i look over and they're catching a pokemon or something that instead of them standing around waiting for a table at a restaurant and maybe getting anxious about that it gives them a thing to focus on that they feel in control of yeah yeah exactly i um there's also it's funny (laughs) it's funny because now i'm thinking too about like there are many 
many situations where I find myself like nervous about people watching me play it in public. <laughs> um, like if I'm if I was like at a bar or whatever, or like if I was like going on a first date with somebody or like meeting a friend somewhere anywhere, like and I got there first or whatever, and I was in a bar, I would like try to sit in the corner and hide my phone or be like, I can't take. There's too many people around. Like people are gonna judge me hard. But that's also me every that's with everything like i can't play a game boy on a plane like i just it's you can't the people (laughs) someone's gonna take it from me and put my head in the toilet like (laughs) i just i just worry about what people are thinking all the time which um so sometimes like it's kind of fun to see other people still playing this game in like 2019 because they've made like there was i guess a big push i think probably in the fall or whatever they introduced like teams and battling and trading and stuff which is like now the game is finally good and it's what people expected it to be and so a bunch of people jumped kind of back on board and like now you'll see like people playing it like out in the world and it's kind of it's kind of interesting it almost feels like a relic of that one summer when everyone was playing you're like people still play this thing like it was such a flash in the pan for so many people that it's almost surprising to see people still doing it it like came and went Mm -hmm. so fast and there's some it's like a weird phenomenon but like people are still secretly out there playing it and every time i see like a big group of like five to ten people i'm like oh yeah they're definitely playing pokemon go right now <laughs> yeah no i have like one group of friends that i know that will periodically be like oh it's it's like we're going out to do like community day stuff like you said like it's a relic or or like this was supposed to be lost long ago and the fact that people are still doing it is really surprising but I- i'm curious because a lot of the, the the things you're describing of like you using it are very um solitary experiences did you use it as like a as like a not like a social app but like a was it a social app element either when it came out initially or or now that you've picked it back up again so it's interesting part of the reason why i picked it back up again was i started working in this office where there are a solid like four or five of us who all play it they played it through the like dark time or whatever like when i when i stopped (laughs) playing it a bunch of friends i have like continued playing it and so like when i started working there full time they were like yo we're going out to do like a raid or whatever do you want to come and i was like oh i I don't play anymore and then they're like okay cool and then I was like you know what fuck this and I started playing the game again and like it's been so fun to have like because I see them every day we will trade or like go out and do a raid like in the middle of the day like because our our office is surrounded by like a couple different gyms or whatever and like it's really nice like as a team building thing like <laughs> like we whenever we do a lot of events for work so like whenever we travel or like whenever we're at like a show or something we're all playing it so like it is a it's it's a weirdly nice bonding thing for work right now yeah it's kind of i mean i think any anything like that can become this sort of social shorthand i think that helps you cut through a lot of the small talk and the awkwardness because it gives you like any kind of fandom anything that you're into that you share with somebody else you get to skip over some of those barriers to interacting with somebody have you had interactions like that with people that you didn't know like have you met strangers in the park in the middle of the night or or (laughs) under whatever circumstances when you ran into someone else you didn't know who was playing yo definitely that is true um we like for the it's mostly on those community days or whatever when when there's like a special event or something people in the neighborhood like I, I live near a couple friends and who play it or whatever and like we'll like go to a park and there's like you know there's like 
30 or 40 people there doing a thing. And I'm like, damn, there's a lot of people. And like out of those situations, like I think I've probably made like a handful of pals, just like you trade like your code or whatever. And then you just like keep up with the sending of gifts. And like, I don't remember this person's name at all or what they look like, but I like still send them gifts every day. And then it's also, it's also like really great on those, <laughs> those like communities or whatever, when you see like little kids out playing it. Cause there's another thing that like really speaks to like how people from all walks of life like play it i was i was out with friends and um i don't remember what the pokemon was but it was like a raid day or whatever and there was we were like all about to do it and then this little kid came running up and he's like are you gonna do the raid and we were like yeah we were like no we already started it but we can like jump out if you want to jump in and we can like all jump in together and then his mom came up behind him and was like no it's okay like she clearly wanted to go home and he was like so jazzed and we like felt so bad for this kid (laughs) yeah that's funny because i i I almost think about that too with pokemon in general because it hits different groups of people at different times like it's weird to be like oh right there are still like little kids now that are really getting into this and this could be their first foray into a world that is like deeply important to you because you grew up with it yeah it's so weird and interesting to see like this like new generation of kids i was a, a camp counselor for for a while and like they still fought over like pokemon and shit like they're okay i'm sorry i swore i don't know if we can swear no it's okay um cool um very podcast of me to ask if i can swear the yeah like they like they'll they are they still play the trading card game and like all that stuff is still the same way it was when i was like nine or ten years old it's really it's really kind of cool to see outside of you mentioned this like group of people at work who were going out and doing raids and it becoming a uh, like a team building thing what got you like back on to playing it and like sticking with it because like there was such a hard drop yeah <laughs> i like they just they they severely improved the quality of life in that game and that's like another really cool aspect i think it's like a thing that i really appreciate about the game itself is that like when they launched it it was it was kind of a shell of what everyone expected of it and it's been consistently being improved like you know month to month update to update they'll be like okay now um you can change the pose your avatar is standing in or whatever like just weirdly basic (laughs) stuff that like it's surprising that they're like okay like we're just like this is an active community of people who are participating in this in this game and it's growing like every day so it kind of feels like the game is is growing alongside you or whatever and the excitement of like oh they released like a new batch like a new generation or like they they're they're like oh now they're like certain different ones in different eggs or like now they're like i think they're they're doing such a a good job of like drip feeding the um (laughs) like the community with just like okay now there's the like the lake spirits from generation four are like currently in raids but like you can only get one in america and you have to get you have to like if you're in the uk you can get a different one or whatever and like it's also really weirdly if you're a person who is like really hardcore then like like are these people traveling specifically for (laughs) like the ability to go catch like a tropical like environment pokemon or whatever but then you'll like see them in like when you put them in gyms or whatever you can you can see what the pokemon are in gyms and it's like whoa that what the hell like that one is only available in africa 
Africa or whenever. Yeah, I have a friend who travels a lot for work who, I, I mean, I have not played the game, so I don't completely understand uh-huh. the mechanic, but he's somehow like collecting Pokemon that are specific to an area that he's in and then bringing them back and somehow trading them to friends, I think. He's like giving them the Pokemon. I haven't really been clear. What is the sort of overarching goal of the game? Is there a specific <laughs> game? Is it just like, I mean, like, is it is it just the series of small goals that keep you playing? Is there That's something... It. Like, I mean, I assume you can't difficult. win, but, you know, yeah. what does winning look like to you in terms of it's, being successful at playing it? It's like, yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, like, what do you get out of it? What is the... Because there really is, like, there is no way to win, like you said. Yeah. Um, I think for some people that, like, some people are in it for different reasons. Like, there are rewards you can get for accomplishing certain, like milestones or whatever so that you mm-hmm. get like uh bronze silver and gold medals for different things like i have a friend who's grinding to get the most distance it's it's something like a million kilometers over trades so like if you have a pokemon from like japan and i have one from america and we trade them then you get kilometers towards that goal and that like that's just a thing that he's like really he's just like really excited about the idea of that he's like i want to that's my goal like that's what i'm playing and i just like i don't know i just like i'm a collector type of person like i i have a lot of like weird little things that i collect and that's what's enticing about it for me is like getting the you know like discovering new ones and um like filling up the pokedex and i I also just the the way that the the renders are like they're like little it's like having a tamagotchi like it's it's like having a million tamagotchis you you don't have to feed them or anything but like you can just go and look at them and like there's something innately satisfying it's like like when i was a kid and i collected pokemon cards like i didn't play the game i I just like sat there and looked at them and it's such a weird like thing to think that like I wasn't trying to accomplish anything by gaining or like acquiring all of these items other than like the personal satisfaction of like having a collection and I like the fulfillment is kind of also in the journey of like you know like all of that time that I spent like walking around or like you know catching Pokemon or like there are a good number of people who I know who like play the game now too and like it's it's really fun to like find someone else who plays it who you're like oh like like if you're already friends with them or or whatever like I have a lot of internet friends like from Twitter and stuff who are getting back into it or have recently got back in it back into it and it's like oh like we're both in on this insanely dumb nerdy secret like it's so dumb and so like capitalistic like it's such a like there you like because you can like spend real life money to like get more pokeballs or like get like mystery like it has loot boxing and shit Mm -hmm. like it's got all of the parts of games like it's totally a a low stakes form of gambling in some ways but it's also (laughs) just like if you are the kind of person who likes having like a pleasant distraction and likes collecting shit and was delighted by pokemon when you were a kid like that's that's just kind of how it hooked me in yeah it's funny that you mentioned the thing about like having twitter friends getting back into it because like the second time i got into 
it was when I was actually connecting with like, you know, like Twitter mutuals Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing, or like people I had met at conventions and stuff. And that sort of like passive communication that the game has, where you said like, there's no direct Mm -hmm. messaging or anything, but even just like sending the sending of gifts and you'll get like gifts from people and be like, oh, where where are you doing today? Yeah. Oh, you're in like, you know, LA or you're out in Seattle or whatever. And it's like, there's something about that. That's just like very, there's a connection there. Yeah. That you don't need to actually have like inherent communication with even though like you know like you said like there's some elements to the game where you're like yeah this is pretty much a standard like free to play app where Mm -hmm. they try to nickel and dime you (laughs) yeah that's that's the thing about it is like it could become a problem if you are are the kind of person who gets really nickel and dimed by gotcha games and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um and i'm not gonna lie and say i haven't spent money on this app (laughs) um but i've also (laughs) probably but i've also like cumulatively in my entire life probably spent like over a hundred dollars on overwatch loot boxes like it's just one of those things where it's like how bad am i at managing my money that i'm today willing to like admit that i'm bad (laughs) at managing my money like but you know it's it's just so weird like there's a whole other conversation to be had about loot boxing and 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 ethics of that and the way in which which games stay um productive especially if they're free to play but like in terms of just like having a fun hobby it's like it's brought me a lot of like inner peace in the sense that like I don't need to find reasons to be outside anymore and I just appreciate it for what it is now. Like the game itself or like Pokemon Go or whatever doesn't put bearing on on just like the enjoyment that I get from like walking through my neighborhood at sunset. Like that feeling like happens that's the game for me. Like that's what is fun about it for me. It's just like being outside. I feel like maybe our our generation generally we were kind of at the tail end of the idea of free play of just letting kids go out and do whatever and and sort of pushing children into organized sports and organized hobbies and everything kind of being frantic and that that's Mm -hmm. kind of extended into our adult lives that it's difficult for us to justify I'm just going to go for a walk yeah not for fitness not because I'm going somewhere just because I want to be outside and I and I have a right to do things that are not productive so I kind of wonder if some of that has bled over into the way that we play games that it like gives us an excuse like a structure within to feel like it's okay to do those things do you think that like your motivation playing as an adult is is different than when you were a kid or is it is it really kind of tapping into a nostalgic feeling generally for you i mean i would say it has elements of both in that like i still find that like really childlike joy of like oh there's a like a new pokemon that i haven't seen in the game like yet before Mm -hmm. and that's like so (laughs) that's just exciting and fun and like you get to see the little like like the render and and like what it you know like tap it and it moves and stuff like it's just it's very silly but then there also is that like i used to and i still i mean I, this is this is another thing that is just like pathological about the the way I treat myself and my my state of mental health is that like I have such a hard time letting myself be idle and like gaming in general for me has become such a benefit to that because like once I realized that games are important and that as a creative person I think a lot of us are 
also heavily gameplay. Like a lot of us play games and um, recognize that like maybe if I'm not actively creating, I can enjoy someone else's creation and feel like I'm like manipulating something too, right? Like reading and watching movies or TV or whatever, like are also forms of creative consumption. But like in some weird way, gaming satisfies that like creative urge because I think because you're you're manipulating something like I think the way in in which like like holding a controller or or you know like having your phone open and and like engaging in in a game that way is is it 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 ticks some box inside your head about like I am not only enjoying media but I'm also like contributing to it in my own way and and like something about that feels very like like the 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 concept of like like free play versus like um organized sports and things like that like that's so interesting and real because the idea of just going out and taking a walk for no reason like used to be so like well I what I'm not like I should be drawing right now or whatever yeah I think especially like with video games too it, it's almost a way to trick your brain into being like look I am being productive mm-hmm. I've accomplished this task and granted that could also like spill into to being like too checkboxy like it's mm-hmm. like because then if you start doing that more than you're actually doing the things you need to get done I mean I definitely have I think I think all of us can say we all have that issue of like we can't be idle at all Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a huge issue but it's it's a way to be like okay cool like I can pretend that I'm still accomplishing something and and you are by actively interfacing with with what you're doing but I think especially with something like Pokemon Go where it 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 literally forces you to like hey go outside like go look at a cute pokemon um it's it's like the same mantra of like hey go outside and look at a plant except that the plant's on your phone and it has a face yeah the the plant knows fire blast or whatever they're they're absolutely like it's it's almost the the thing of like going out and identifying like flora and like if you were like a scout or if you were a person who was just like really into botany and you like wanted to go on a hike and be like oh i found like 17 different types of tree today or like whatever like it's the same and i guarantee there has to be some sort of ar app for like go out and take a picture of a leaf and then like catalog it as a leaf that you found (laughs) like that's a whole that's a whole thing like it's just it's all about the way in which you engage and like i think that there's a really easy or maybe maybe like there's there are people who would very quickly judge the idea of like needing sort of kind of this weird like crutch or like like this like gamification of going outside but it's like it does enhance the experience in a way like i like i said like the the excitement and like fullness that i get from being outside like on a great day like on a day when it's like 70 degrees or like at like golden hour or whatever when like the sun is setting like i still feel that i'm not while i'm looking at the sun i'm not like oh but there's a pikachu over there i'm like no like this is great i'm so glad i'm out right now like it provides like a structure to the to the time and i think like there there's such a need for like okay this is my outside time now my in our in our lives we're just like okay now i'm going to be here like it, it fills that like school mindset of like okay it's recess and, like you have 30 yeah. minutes go yeah i mean if there's going to be complaints against people 
who gamify their lives, I think we're going to have to travel back in time and get really angry about stamp collectors and definitely <laughs> birders because birders are basically analog Pokemon Go. Yeah. Like, with real animals. All Pokemon are birds and all birds are our Pokemon. <laughs> Do you think that this has helped? Um, I mean, obviously, like there are mental health benefits and emotional health benefits and physical health benefits for that matter for going yeah. outside. Has it? Do you think that it's helped you with your creative life, like directly or indirectly? Yeah, I sometimes I wonder about that because it doesn't necessarily like leave as much idle time to sort of like ponder the outside while I'm mm-hmm. outside. But I still, I don't know. It's it's nice to have like a, a sort of a mindfulness like ritual. It's like it's like meditative. Like you are present with the device, but like you are still like focused on your surroundings and like looking around and looking at things and like that I think overall does benefit the times when I'm like trying to think about my surroundings like if I needed to recreate them for like a a diary comic or whatever like I can still think about like think critically about what I was feeling in the moment and like just any any exercise in mindfulness whether it be like you know meditating or like running or whatever like is I think beneficial to the creative process I think there's I've also where I am in my life right now have been at sort of a a weird like crossroads where I'm trying to figure out what I want what it is that I I want out of um art and comics and creativity and video games like as a whole like have been both a benefit and a detractor from that like it does they are a huge distraction and there I could have been doing other things in all of the hours that I've spent like gaming over the last like two years but I also like think that I am lucky enough to be in a position where I have a day job and I don't have to force myself to make those creative decisions right away. Like I can let myself fall back in love with the idea of creating. And in the meantime, I, I can like do other experiential things one of them being pokemon go (laughs) no but that's so true i mean you need you need time to be able to like reset and relax and be inspired by other stuff yeah whether that's through playing video games or you know playing pokemon go outside like that is necessary time to i mean any process but especially the creative process Mm -hmm. if you continue to like push yourself to have to create at a certain quota and you don't allow your time let like yourself that time to relax or you know go do something that doesn't expressly involve creating that leads to burnout like immediately so it's like having that structured time to be able like all right cool i'm gonna go out and catch some pokemon or or go out with you know some friends or people at work like having that be a like a forced (laughs) not not a force that sounds so severe but like it does but i get it it's a good excuse Mm -hmm. to to go do something that you probably should be doing anyway yeah which is taking a break yeah having some time for yourself it's just like i don't know it's like icing on the cake of being outside it's an added bonus you know of of what's already a nice experience Mm -hmm. (laughs) exactly do you just like go out and like catch pokemon and hatch eggs or do you also like do like the gym battles and stuff and how do those like experiences for you because like with the gym battles it's a very sort of like focused thing where you kind of have to like be in the right location and like do the little like tapping i don't know if i I feel like they've changed battles since (laughs) i last played it probably but that is more of a like you're standing in that location and you're trying to get it from whoever had it like is that a different how's that a different experience for you i'm less inclined to do this that stuff unless it's just kind of like 
Unless it's those situations where I'm playing with my friends at work and we like have all been like, yeah, let's go like take down this gym or whatever. I mean, I guess it just depends too. Like if you're like at a, waiting for a movie and like the movie theater happens to be one of those gyms, then you can just be like, okay, I have 15 minutes. Like might as well just like fight this gym. But like, yeah, most of it, most of the, the fun in it is just going for walks and hatching eggs and like discovering wild Pokemon and like evolving them. I feel like in the like nerdy, like what type of Pokemon trainer would I be if Pokemon were real or whatever? And I would definitely not be the person who wanted to like be the best. Like I would just want to be the person who like discovers all the new ones and like just, you know, what what's this one look like? And like, uh, what does it look like when it evolves and all that stuff like that? All of that is 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 the joy of it to me and the other stuff too has severely improved you can now trade with your friends and stuff and that's that was like one of the main mechanics of the games that came out when we were kids like it's crazy that it wasn't in the game when it first started but like (laughs) it's also like it's it's interesting to think about how they got from there to here where it's like would it have been possible to roll it out with trading involved or would it it start getting like massively complicated right away like did they have to have something simpler to start with and then build from there yeah i don't know it's it's interesting but yeah to the original question like the, the it's all kind of about convenience like like the the main excitement is like being outside and discovering new Pokemon and then the like other engagement and like funness of it is like oh there's a gym I'll I'll put one of my Pokemon in it because like they they have changed it so like up to I think six Pokemon can be in a gym at a time and they stay there until they get knocked out and then they just come back to you but like it's also now that they have teams like you can be like you can support the people on your team you're not like trying to take it from them or whatever so I don't know it's 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 definitely um it's kind of all part of of the thing. So if you were imagining some version of this game in the future, not thinking about the technical limitations of it, is there is there like an ideal version of this game? Do you think for for you as a person? I don't know. I that's a really good question and it's extremely existential because I don't <laughs> know if there's anything I could change about it, what would I change? I think it's like honestly it's just like let me let me catch them all. Like let me do the thing that I've always wanted to do since I was like 10 years old like let me just have a complete pokedex please and then i will stop playing your game and (laughs) put it away forever (laughs) and move on to something new i'll be free i can i can turn into a ghost like that is what would happen if they if they weren't controlling the rollout or like making certain things only regional like Mm -hmm. it would just be like oh i got them all okay bye like and you know no one would be spending any precious money on it see now i do have to ask an extremely frivolous question which is and i know that this is hard do you have a favorite pokemon and if so what is it i have gone back and forth on this answer many times i think my favorite pokemon i think i'm willing to plant the flag um in i i'm, I'm willing to plant a fa- flag in my favorite pokemon right in it <laughs> um uh smeargle i think is my favorite pokemon it's yeah. the it's the dog with the paintbrush for a tail yeah. oh okay i mean like they're all good choices but that's that's like I'm like oh yeah yeah there's choice. no wrong choice it's <laughs> it's just like it's the one that I think most low hanging fruit it it paints but also like it's got a it's just got a very pleasing design it's got a little beret on its head like how do you not love that is that the one you would have if if pokemon were real you think i don't i mean i would have to although like you know the 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 other easy answer for like the the sort of loophole for that question is like well you can have six (laughs) so i definitely have to have a poplio 
because I'm a big Pop Leo fan. Good. You're on the right side of history. <laughs> yes. No, I don't I don't subscribe to any of that sort of like Pokemon bashing or whatever. <laughs> Although I will have to say that in the new generation that they revealed, I'm a Magruki fan. Just a weird little monkey with a beak. I love it. See, they're all, I mean, like, I'm the same way. They're all just like great, but score bunny i love rabbits so like, <laughs> it was like oops you got me in one yeah. cool thank you pokemon got my number and i like the uh the anxious chameleon whose name i don't remember i don't know that much Sobble. yeah so <laughs> we got all, all the bases yeah covered. We, we got them all covered <laughs> this is perfect we are the perfect like starter like when you start your adventure and like your rival picks your you know, <laughs> your type advantage and then there's like the random friend who picks the type disadvantage we've got it right here right yeah now. <laughs> hell yeah this has been really awesome i, I my my thoughts about Pokemon Go are so amorphous and and so much more about the just the idea of gaming and play and like being outside and enjoying <laughs> nature. Yeah, so I I have a wrap up question, and unless you have something you else you want to ask. Usually I have a surprise question and this time I do not. I feel I feel Ooh. bad about that. I don't have a surprise question. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> well, then I'll just we'll just keep it original flavor then. So if you had to pitch the idea of playing Pokemon Go to someone, but specifically to someone who played it before and dropped off of it, how would you like pitch picking it back up? Well, honestly, like, first of all, I would, I would ask like why they dropped off or when they dropped off, because like a lot of people who I've talked to have been like, it wasn't a full game and there was no trading and no battling. And I'm like, actually, both of those things are in the game now. So like, it's a full game. It's an actual yeah. game now. It's not just <laughs> running around and doing nothing. But yeah, I like I, I think that there's a lot of different avenues to be like, why would you want to play a game in the first place do you want to like have a really strong like team or whatever and like take down gyms or whatever or like the you know the the aspect of collection like i think i think i would i would probably since that's the thing that attracts me to the game like that's probably my my main argument for why this is a fun game just the idea of like collection is 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 just like extremely appealing <laughs> and now you can like have friends and send gifts to friends and like you can like dress up your little avatar and like you can hatch little pokemon you can name them all you can trade them you can now take pictures of them they put a camera in there you can just like sit you could like point your there, there's an ar mode where you can just like point your camera at like the corner of your room or wherever and like take a pic like throw your Pokemon out of the ball and it'll just like sit there like it's like in your house and you take a picture of it. I mean, that's dumb as hell. But like, but it's cute. I mean, it's a novelty. It's just, it's fully a novelty, but it's also like, just just depends on what you're looking for. No, I'm definitely like, I've been sitting here the whole time going like, man, I really need to read down. <laughs> Do it. It's we'll be friends. So long. Trade friend codes. Well, yeah. Well, thank you so much again for coming on and yeah. your time and sharing this with us. This thank was you great. For having me. This was really fun. I'm, 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 I'm glad I got to come and ramble about pokemon i wait wait i feel like i have like one last question i think we didn't cover a for real surprise question yeah a for real surprise question because i was trying to decide if i even liked it as a question <laughs> which i shouldn't <laughs> admit <laughs> okay so tomorrow tomorrow morning you're at your day job and your co-worker bursts in the door out of breath and says my god pokemon are real what what's the first thing you're gonna do uh <laughs> go outside i guess and like look and look for them just be like what like prove it i used to like for real though when i was a kid i would 
sit on my back porch and like try to imagine what it would look like if Pokemon were real. I mean, like if I saw a pigeon fly by, I'd be like, what if, what if that was a pigeon? Um, <laughs> I was a very lonely child. Uh, but I also don't think that that's a weird thing for a kid to do. So like, yeah, I would like, I would love to see what it would be. Cause like, are there animals in the Pokemon? Like would, would I just like wake up and like all the squirrels are gone and now they're like Rattatas or whatever. Yeah. There's just no more dogs. <laughs> they're all just different types of dog Pokemon. That is always the weirdest thing because like in the anime they're like we're having burgers and i'm like does that mean cows exist like what is going on guys? yeah i think they're i think they're occasionally like real animal like i think there are scenes where there are like real cats and stuff like there have to be that's a whole other that's a whole other rabbit hole it's like, definitely, I'm just yeah. like what is the true meaning how does the pokemon <laughs> universe work how does it work on our spinoff podcast please explain <laughs> sponsored by detective pikachu Yes. Hell yeah! I we the, the, another thing is that that group of us from the office already have tickets to go see it. Oh god! Yeah, we're doing it. Uh, we're doing like a game night at a bar on Thursday, and then like immediately after, we're all gonna go see Detective. That sounds like heaven, honestly. Yeah, I'm super looking forward to it. Well, unless Anne, unless you have no, another no, surprise, that was it, that was all right. So we can wrap up proper then. <laughs> Again, thank you so much for coming on and and your time and sharing this. This love of, you know, Pokemon and specifically Pokemon Go. Where can people find you on uh, social media or what projects do you want to plug? Um, anything, this is your space, so go for it. Totally. Okay, so um, I have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Kevin Budnick, my name. I post diary comics every day. And it's, um, for the most part, it's content that you can find on my Instagram and my Twitter. Um, but if you subscribe, um, you can also have them delivered as like a physical zine every month. Um, but like my, my Twitter, like I said, is, um, it's at knitted sweater. And then my Instagram is at Kevin underscore Budnick. And yeah, um, just comics and other dumb Twitter things. Cool. Well, thank you. Yeah, well, yeah this was so fun. Thank I'm you. So glad you. Yeah, I'm. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Um, it means a lot. Ah. Thanks for listening to Guilty Treasures. You can follow us on Twitter at TreasuresCast. If you have questions or comments, hit us up there or at our email, guiltytreasurescast at gmail.com. Or send me specifically a gift on Pokemon Go because I really, really need Pokeballs. Like I'm running out. So that would be super cool if you could do that. Thanks. If you have a moment besides sending Pokeballs, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice. And if you like the show, tell a friend. Until next time. Let the Dragonite in your heart be happy.